Hey guys, what's up? Thanks so much for tuning in this week for another episode of the B-Muse Reviews Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Musica. As always, we're going to analyze, review, and discuss the latest news and dive into the past regarding movies, music, video games, and much, much more. If you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at B-Muse Reviews. And tune into the B-Muse Reviews Podcast each week on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and all other streaming platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, we thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below, and to hit the bell icon to receive notifications that informs you exactly when our podcast goes live, as well as all other video content. Also, be sure to visit our website at www.musicaprojects.com. There you will find all important links to our latest podcast episodes, new projects currently available, and also previews of those currently in development, along with our latest blog posts. If there's a question or a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, send them to bmusereviews at gmail.com with podcast question slash topic in the subject line. With all that out of the way, let's not waste any more time and get right to this week's news. Welcome everyone to the BMuse Reviews podcast. Alright, in our first topic today, a whole new batch of trailers have been released as always, and the first one we're going to talk about today and take a look at in our discussion, the sequel series to That 70s Show. This series is set in Wisconsin in 1995 and follows Leah Foreman, the daughter of Eric and Donna, who is visiting her grandparents for the summer and looks to bond with an entirely new generation of Point Place kids under the watchful eye of Kitty and the stern glare of Red. I'm interested to see what this show is all about. I'm not sure if this is going to be the greatest show in the world, but I'm curious to see. Based on the trailer, it's cool to see they're doing it. I'll give it a shot. I'll definitely give this show a shot. I was always a really big fan of that 70s show. I always thought it was really funny. I'm sure the original cast will make an appearance, if not the entire series, at least over an episode or two for sure. This series will premiere Thursday, January 19th. Be sure to check it out. The next trailer we're going to talk about today is for the upcoming comedy series entitled Shrinking. This series follows a grieving therapist who starts to tell his clients exactly what he thinks. Ignoring his training and his ethics, he finds himself making huge changes to people's lives, including his own. This trailer is really interesting. Immediately caught my attention and just really wanted, got me wondering what the show is about, which is what any good trailer should do. Quite frankly, I'm looking forward to checking this one out. This series also premieres in January, Friday, January 27th. This series stars Harrison Ford, Jason Siegel, Krista Miller, Michael Urie, and many more. Definitely interested in checking this series out. And when I do, we'll be sure to talk about it here on the podcast. Next recent trailer was for The Whale, the upcoming Brendan Fraser film that's getting all sorts of Oscar buzz. 
follows Brendan Fraser playing a character named Charlie, who is a reclusive English teacher who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter. We sort of get more of that story in, in this trailer. Really don't want to see anything else besides uh, what we saw in this trailer. Really didn't even need this trailer, to be honest, but regardless, this movie looks phenomenal. Uh, Brendan Fraser's performance is obviously uh, impeccable. It's obviously one that is going to stun a lot of people in the best of ways. No doubt. No doubt Oscar contention for this man, uh, for this role. I, I can definitely see it. Just from the short trailer that this was, I can tell he went all in on this role. And I absolutely cannot wait to check this one out. Cannot wait to check this one out. It's currently playing in the New York and LA market areas. Uh, but it does open everywhere across... Uh, in all theaters across nationwide on December 21st. So definitely be sure to check out this film when it does hit theaters near you. The Whale starring Brendan Fraser and Sadie Sink. All right, in our next batch of trailers, first one I have to talk about is for You People, the upcoming Netflix romantic comedy starring Jonah Hill, Lauren London, Eddie Murphy, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, David Duchovny, and many more. This movie follows a new couple and their families who find themselves examining modern love and family dynamics amidst clashing cultures, societal expectations, and generational differences. This film looks funny as hell. Anything with Eddie Murphy in, count me in automatically. Huge Eddie Murphy fan. Absolutely love anything Eddie Murphy's in. Really looking forward to checking this one out. It's cool to see him working with Netflix. Dolomite, first of all, if you haven't seen Dolomite is my name, check it out. It was an absolute home run smash hit. And one, I think that definitely deserved more recognition than it got. But I'm really interested in checking this one out. This film also comes out this upcoming January, Friday, January 27th. Same day as the Shrinking series debuts as well cannot wait absolutely cannot wait to check this one out you people starring jonah hill eddie murphy and many others hitting netflix in just a month all right in our next trailer today is for 65 the upcoming action drama sci-fi thriller film starring adam driver directed and produced by scott beck and brian woods and also produced by sam raimi as well this film looks nuts absolutely nuts bonkers looking film sci-fi thriller with adam driver produced by sam raimi and it follows and centers around an astronaut who crash lands on a mysterious planet only to discover that he's not alone and not only is he not alone there's dinosaurs on the planet it's infested with dinosaurs and the trailer reveal for why the film is entitled 65 is absolutely brilliant it's a great, great reveal. In the middle of trying to figure out what's going on and seeing uh, just what the tagline of the film reads, crash lands on the planet and basically all hell breaks loose. He's got to find his way off the planet if he can even do that. But while he's down there, it's just the whole thing's infested. The whole entire planet is just infested with dinosaurs. And, and he's got this little, looks like he's got this young child with him in the movie. So it's kind of like a, almost like a Logan 
type element to the film as well. Instead of just a superhero film between two characters, this film looks terrifying because of the aspect of having to basically fight off the element of being hunted and, and being the prey for other carnivores way higher up on the food chain. <laughs> so either way, this film looks nuts. This film looks insane. Had no idea this film was even coming out. This is the first I've ever heard of this film until I saw the trailer. But definitely going to be checking this one out on the big screen when it comes out. Really looking forward to just checking this one out. Always love original, different stories like this. And honestly, it's won me over. So <laughs> I don't need to see anything more from this film. Definitely going to uh, be there opening weekend to check this one out. And in terms of its opening weekend, it will be opening Friday, March 10th, 2023. Be sure to check it out when it does hit theaters near you. All right, and last but certainly not least, the final trailer for our discussions today, Scream 6. The teaser trailer, the very first teaser trailer for the, the upcoming sixth installment to the Scream franchise has been released online. This film is absolutely, hands down, one of my most anticipated films of the new year, without a doubt. The previous film, which only came out a year ago, this past January, and we're already getting this film a year later. Unbelievable. Unbelievable that they're pumping these films out so quickly. But uh, definitely, definitely happy about it. Never going to hear a complaint from me. This teaser trailer, let's talk about it. Even though it's short, Man oh man, it gives you just a taste, but it gives you also exactly what we thought and we talked about here on the podcast. How just the fact just the fact that you're in a city and an environment where all hell could break loose at any moment and exactly as the trailer says in the text that pops up on screen, no one can hear you scream. A lot of times, no one can hear you scream. You're just drowned out in the sounds of, you know, car horns, you know, people yelling and sirens and, you know, subway cars, go, like any anything, anything. So, I mean, with with the whole element they're going for in this film, I mean, it's it's definitely going to up the ante in terms of the horror mystery thriller. I mean... I, 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 I'm really looking forward to seeing this film. A lot of the returning cast members from the previous film, The Survivors, not going to spoil anything in case you haven't seen the previous film. Definitely be sure to get caught up if you haven't seen the previous film or any of the previous films for that matter. Seeing a Scream film on, on the big screen, nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like it. Definitely cannot wait to return to the theaters to see this film. And the fact that it's only a year out... From the previous film is just i mean that that's just that's a that's a treat that's that's a straight up treat right there i mean say no more say no more will definitely be their opening night cannot wait to check this film out the scream franchise has always been my favorite horror franchise to date hands down and it will definitely continue to be that uh, especially if these films continue to you know hit the mark that they have been since the franchise originally started in the 90s. Absolutely cannot wait to see this new film, Scream 6, 
hitting the big screen the same weekend as Adam Driver's film 65, March 10th, Friday, March 10th. Both films will be hitting the big screen, and we will definitely be talking about both films and reviewing them once we do get a chance to see them on opening weekend. All right, and our next topic today, going to get into some series reviews. Wanted to just do a quick review of the Blockbuster series that was on Netflix, that it is currently on Netflix. If you haven't seen the news by the time this podcast is published, I'm sure you'll definitely know by then that this series has indeed been canceled by Netflix. However, I did want to talk about it just because after watching it, really did enjoy this show and was actually hoping for a season two. This show basically centers around being the last blockbuster video in America and basically explores what and who makes a small business succeed in America. And overall, I'd say it took a few episodes to get into, uh, to get fully invested in the show, but I really did end up liking the show a lot. I really enjoyed uh, tuning into it, watching more of the series and the story kind of progress between the characters and just to see what more antics popped up. Much more than I thought I would prior to watching, I would say that my enjoyment level, I wasn't really too sure. I thought it was gonna be kind of corny and, and you know, not the best. And, and, and not gonna lie, look, it, it was. It wasn't, the, it's definitely not the greatest show. It's definitely not the greatest show. And am I shocked by the announcement from, from Netflix of the cancellation? No, not at all. I am not at all. Was But I was hopeful I was definitely hopeful for a season two for sure. Definitely still does not take away from my enjoyment of this show. Randall Park is absolutely great as the series lead alongside Melissa Fumero. JB Smoove being in the show is just such an awesome surprise. I had no idea he was even in the series prior to checking it out. <laughs> that was just, just seeing him pop up and his character throughout this series. Just fantastic. Last most certainly not least hands down my favorite character from the series connie played by olga meredith man she had me absolutely dying of laughter so many times throughout the series i cannot even tell you absolutely stole the show for me favorite character and if you do get a chance to check out the show i'm sure you'll feel the same way Connie is the best character in this show, hands down. Great dialogue, great jokes, and just great humor overall. And an awesome performance by Olga Meredith. Fantastic performances by everybody in the cast. Really enjoyed this show, and I'm really bummed that it's not getting a second season. But at the end of the day, it's a business, so you know what, what can you do? But again, like I said, Blockbuster, the series, is currently now streaming on Netflix. You can check it out there. All right, in our next series review today, Spider-Man the Animated Series. The Spider-Man the Animated Series from the mid to late 90s. This show is absolutely peak childhood for myself. Had to go back and rewatch this series. I remember watching this as a kid growing up and just absolutely loved this series. And I will tell you what, I'm so glad that I went back and watched this show. So glad that I did. It's it's so well done. Between the storylines, between each season, every season has a, has a whole entire season-long story arc, along with 
you know, two to three little mini episodes, uh, storylines uh, throughout the seasons as well, and great voice acting, awesome characters that pop up, different team ups, Spider Man meeting Iron Man and and War Machine, and then also getting to team up with Blade and Punisher and Morbius, and also getting to do some battles with them as well. Uh, Daredevil popping up uh, a couple of times here and there. Captain America as well. Uh, the Fantastic Four. They have a whole, I mean, the whole entire, at the end of the day too, the entire series wraps up in the final season. It, the last four or five episodes stretch is all about Secret Wars. And it just doesn't get any better than that. I mean, this show is peak Marvel Comics and just the overall catalog of characters that you can imagine to see on screen in this in, in this series uh, they appear and in a pivotal way it's just it's just awesome if you're a comic book fan if you're a superhero fan especially if you're a fan of spider-man you this is a must-watch series absolutely a must-watch series it's currently streaming on disney plus if you have it the entire series all five seasons Definitely be sure to check it out if you have not already. Love this series, and we'll definitely go back and rewatch a couple of my favorite episodes for sure in the future. All right, and our next topic today, our first film review of today's podcast, kicking it off this week with Violent Night. This movie is absolutely bonkers, absolutely twisted, and I loved it. <laughs> I went into this movie with no expectations the lowest of expectations i wanted i went into this film just wanting to have a good time and i had an absolute blast everyone that i know that i've talked to that i've seen that has seen this film has absolutely loved it they've loved it and it has even surpassed their expectations as it did for myself so many people have said that just this is this is now the true action thriller that that is definitively a Christmas movie. You know, there's always the argument: is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is it not? It 100% is. But regardless of that, this movie 100% is a Christmas movie, and it's 100% brutal throughout the entire thing. And it's, I don't know, Home Alone meets John Wick meets also like the North Man at times in the film with the the Norse lore and stuff. I don't I don't want to say anything or spoil anything if you haven't seen the film, but uh, it's this movie is uh, <laughs> it's it's twisted, it's insane, but so many so many times had me uh, cracking up laughing as well. It's, great humor throughout the film and also with a ton of heart as well being a holiday film um you know there's a lot of element in terms in terms of family and the the imagination and the wonder and the overall christmas spirit that is embodied uh, within children and that keeps the children that keeps the christmas spirit alive it's just an overall great film that has a lot to it and 
heart especially was the one thing I did not expect to come from this film and it even give it it even gives us that. So kudos to everyone involved in this film. David Harbour absolutely steals the show across the board, hands down. Everyone involved in this film, great job. Really enjoyed this film. Definitely definitely recommend checking it on the big screen. If you're looking for if you're looking for a crazy action-packed movie uh with tons of violence and just a pure entertainment spectacle that also has a holiday twist for this holiday season it's violent night no doubt definitely be sure to check it out on the big screen all right in our next film review next movie we're gonna be taking a look at is till this film is based in 1955 after emmett till is murdered after a brutal lynching and his mother vows to expose the racism behind the attack while working to have those involved brought to justice. This film, I mean, first of all, I'm still out of a loss of words after watching this film. Such a remarkable film. It took me way too long to see this film, first of all. But thankful that I finally had a chance to see it. Danielle DeWiler's performance is one that will absolutely leave you out of lost words. Just will leave you floored. The journey that her character takes in the film just demonstrates powerful action fueled by the harshest grief and the ability to really change the world. I mean, the, the, the character, the actions, the entire movie, obviously based on a true story, just one that I'm so glad that they told. Um, this is a movie that I am truly glad exists as heartbreaking and just horrific, the events that led to all that transpired afterwards. Although the evil that surrounded those deeds can't be overstated, the fact that this movie exists is truly important because it sheds so much light on the horrors that exist in our world, not only just then, but also to this day. And it's important to have these sort of conversations and to have these films exist and to examine our history so that we can learn from it. And I feel like this movie's definitely not getting enough attention. Uh, certainly not enough, uh, certainly not the amount of attention it deserves. That's for certain. I walked out of this, I was the only one in the theater <laughs> seeing this film. Um, granted, it, it took me a little bit to go see it, but finally got a chance to see it and I'm still blown away by this film and just so glad I took the time to to go see it on the big screen that's how it deserves to be seen and honestly everyone should take the time to, to see this movie especially at least just once but with that being said it is still in theaters and if it is playing at a theater near you definitely definitely be sure to check it out highly highly recommend checking out this film absolutely phenomenal performances a heartbreaking story but one that is very important to all of us and I will certainly be revisiting this film in the future for sure.
our next film review today, spoiler alert. This film follows the story of Michael Oswalo and Kit Cowan's relationship as it takes a tragic turn when Cowan is diagnosed with terminal cancer. I gotta tell you what, this movie went in not really knowing much about it. I thought it was going to be, I thought this movie was going to be entirely different than what it was, I gotta be honest. I have to be honest, I thought this was going to be more of a, a rom-com um, than I noticed what the, the tagline for the film entailed. And okay, well, definitely more drama. First of all, a little bit more drama does not even come close to, does not even close to, come close to describing what this film entails. First of all, I, I, I absolutely love this film. I, let me just first get that out of the way and, and say that this is an emotionally complex film. It features very strong performances from the entire cast, especially from Jim Parsons as the as the main lead in the film. Sally Field is fantastic. She presents grace and, and strength on screen as Cowan's mom in, in the film. And Ben Aldridge, such an absolutely fantastic performance in this film, delivers genuine pathos during the most the film's most devastating scenes i mean this film breaks you it's so sad so sad and to know it also is is based on true life events as well it just man oh man very very sad but also one that reminds us all of the important things in life and to to, to cherish all of those that are closest to us, that mean the most to us, cherish every moment with them because the next moment is never guaranteed. So just always, always live in the moment and just soak it all in and never take anything for granted. This film was fantastic. It's still playing now. Definitely be sure to check it out. Support this film. See it at the closest theater near you today. Alright, last but certainly not least, the last film review today, Avatar The Way of Water. This film follows Jake Sully as he lives with his newfound family formed on the extrasolar moon of Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what previously started, Jake must work with Natiri and the army of the Navai race to protect their home. I actually had an opportunity to attend an early access screening of Avatar The Way of Water. Very grateful for that opportunity. And I'll tell you what, I'm going on almost a week out from that screening and I am still stunned by how gorgeous that film, this film is. Still. It's just, it's utterly breathtaking and throughout the film i'm just i found myself glued i was glued to all the elements going on around like on screen just from the the characters themselves to the environment around them i, I mean if, if you can get a chance to to see uh my out of theater reaction i was currently on youtube i think i even said it in that video i there were definitely moments where i was sitting there watching the film and granted, it, you know, it's three and a half hours long, and you know, you're, you're, you're checking everything out. You're, you know, you're taking in all the dialogue and all that, 
but there was definitely a few times where I was like sitting there looking at you know a, a fin of a fish or like looking at like, the side of a core of you know a piece of coral <laughs> like for like five minutes straight just like glued and mesmerized by what's on screen absolutely just fantastic job by everyone involved in this film James Cameron delivers a true masterclass in filmmaking and just a very raw story that centers solely around family it's, it's a beautiful film and definitely one that I would say uh, surpasses the original which is not always an easy feat uh, it's it's never an easy feat I should say but one that rarely even pays off as well I would say Avatar The Way of Water, just fantastic. Currently playing now in theaters. Be sure to check it out on the biggest screen possible, in the loudest theater possible, with as many friends and family as possible as well. Check it out today, and when you do get a chance to see it and all the other films that we talked about here on the podcast, be sure to write to us. Let us know your thoughts. Hey, guys, just want to take a minute to give a major shout-out and say thank you to the sponsor of this week's episode of the BMUSE Reviews podcast, Marla Jean Boutique. If you are seeking a gift either for yourself or a loved one who finds value in handmade items, then look no further than Marla Jean Boutique. She has a collection of trendy handmade items including clothing, wine bags, jewelry, and much, much more. Use the promo code BMUSEREVIEWS10 at checkout to receive 10% off your entire purchase. Connect with Marla Jean Boutique on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Marla Jean Boutique. And be sure to visit their website at www.MarlaJeanBoutique.com. And once again, be sure to use the promo code BMUSEREVIEWS10 at checkout to receive 10% off your entire purchase. And now, back to the podcast. All right, and to end this week's podcast, going to do a top 10 list as always. We're going to be counting down the top 10 film releases for the month of December that I am most looking forward to. On our next podcast episode, we'll be taking a look at the top 10 releases for the month of January. All right, and kicking it off with number 10 on our list, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. This film follows Puss in Boots as he discovers his passion for adventure has taken its toll. He has burned through eight of his nine lives, and Puss sets out on an epic quest to find the mythical last wish and restore his nine lives. I actually had an opportunity to attend a way in advanced early access screening to Puss in Boots, uh, The Last Wish, last month in November. That video of my out of theater reaction is currently on our YouTube page. You can check that out there. Absolutely loved this film. I went in with no expectations. I had absolutely no idea what to expect when going in. I did know that Florence Poe lent her voice uh, to this film and that also John Mulaney lent his voice to this film as well. Salma Hayek returning uh, for her role and also Antonio Banderas the main role as Puss in Boots as well. I gotta tell you, this film blew me away, especially with the animation style, and I mentioned it in uh, my out-of-theater reaction. This film combines such an interesting hybrid model between the classic DreamWorks animation that you've seen in all the Shrek films and uh, the original Puss in Boots film 
but in this film specifically it, it goes from that at times to also looking like a like a comic book on, on, on like a sketch pad uh, like a telltale games-esque style it's really interesting how it cuts back and forth between the two styles um throughout the film and the, the overall message throughout the film as well it's very entertaining has tons of adult humor too um, so if you're, if you're an adult and, and you're going to this film and not like not knowing you know what to expect you're like oh it's gonna be a drag it's really not it's a really fun entertaining film for everybody and it really blew me away it really blew me away I went into this not expecting anything um, but I, I walked out pleasantly surprised so when it does hit theaters coming out this upcoming week be sure to check it out in theaters, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And when you do get a chance to see it, be sure to write to us and let us know your thoughts. All right, number nine on our list, a film that we already talked about here on the podcast earlier in our review. But coming in at number nine, Violent Night. This film centers around a group of mercenaries that attacks the estate of a wealthy family and Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas as well. This film was absolutely bonkers. Twisted film, as we said. Loved it all the way through. Entertainment galore in this film. Or instead of entertainment galore, I should say entertainment gore lore. That's more accurate. This film is absolutely nuts. David Harper goes all in on this role. And he just you could tell he had the greatest time. Who could blame him? The script is just nutty. And I just cannot wait to return to this film again each year around the holiday season violent night if you haven't already checked it out be sure to check it out in theaters and be sure to write to us when you do get a chance to check it out all right number eight on our list women talking this film's tagline reads do nothing stay and fight or leave in 2010 the women of an isolated religious community grapple with reconciling a brutal reality with their faith i gotta be honest i don't know much about this film at all except for the tagline and I'm probably just going to go in this film blind and see what happens. I'm looking forward to checking this film out. I've heard a lot of good things about it. A lot of buzz centered around the film. Definitely going to be sure to check this one out when it does come out. When it does come out later this month. Women talking. When you do get a chance to see it, be sure to write to us and let us know your thoughts as always. Alright, number seven on our list. White Noise. This film follows a contemporary American family's attempt to deal with the mundane conflicts of everyday life while grappling with the universal mysteries of love, death, and the possibility of happiness in an uncertain world. The one thing I will say about this film that I've heard is that regardless of if people have loved it or not liked it, it does affect you in a diverse amount of ways i would say that's the one thing i hear and that is what ultimately lands people on one end of the spectrum you either love this film or you're not so into this film that's what i've heard and most people that have come to that realization are more so curious as to how people will react and when i say people meaning general audiences across the globe when this film is released worldwide very curious to see how people will react to this film and what their thoughts will be about it specifically 
when they do get a chance to see it. That's what I've heard from 90% of people who haven't gotten a chance to see this film already. So definitely curious to check it out. I myself have not seen it yet, but when I do get a chance to see it, we'll definitely be talking about it here on the podcast. We'll do a review. And also when you get a chance to see it, be sure to write to us and let us know your thoughts on this film. All right, coming in at number six, Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. A joyous, emotional, heartbreaking celebration of the life and the music of Whitney Houston, one of the absolute greatest female R&B pop vocalists of all time, tracking her journey from obscurity to musical superstardom. Cannot wait to see this film. I've loved the recent musical biopics that we've seen from Bohemian Rhapsody to Rocketman to Elvis and now Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. These musical biopics about these musical icons are fantastic. I love these. I, I love the idea and it's one that I will always be interested in. I love a good docuseries and uh, especially when it's about music. And even though this is a biopic and not a docu-series, it's the closest thing to it. And you get so many iconic moments and storylines. You get so many iconic moments recreated for the big screen, and especially like in Bohemian Rhapsody at, at the Live Aid show, for instance. This movie is one that I'm really looking forward to checking out. And I'm really hoping that it does well. Really rooting for this film to succeed really interested in, in seeing how it does stanley tucci also being in it big fan of his work as well really can't wait to check it out it opens this week right before christmas right alongside the next movie on our list not coming in at number five babylon this film tells the tale of outsized ambition and outrageous excess it traces the rise and the fall of multiple characters during an era of unbridled decadence and depravity in early Hollywood. Babylon stars Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, Tobey Maguire, and many more. This film looks really interesting. You want to talk about a bonkers film? This movie looks bonkers. Three hours long, and I know nothing about, I don't know really anything about what it's about. Um, curious to check it out though. Very curious to check it out. I have heard mixed things. I've heard mixed reviews and that really hasn't changed for about three to four months now. But with that being said, really curious and excited to check it out this upcoming week on opening weekend. It looks like a fun time, a great cast involved. This is definitely the type of movie I love to see on the big screen. And when I do get a chance to see it, we'll definitely be sure to talk about it here on the podcast. As always, when you get a chance to see Babylon, be sure to write to us and let us know your thoughts. All right, coming in at number four on our list, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. This film centers around a father's wish that magically brings a wooden boy to life in Italy, giving him a chance to care for the child. I've heard wonderful things about this film, and I cannot wait to check it out. It's currently on Netflix, and even though I'm hearing a lot of good things about it, I feel like I'm not hearing enough about it. That just might be because of the amount of content that's out between in theaters, on streaming services, and all the streaming services that there are nowadays, uh, and all the content that is housed on those streaming services, respectively. It's it's a lot. There's a lot of competition out there. 
but this one's not falling through the cracks. I'm definitely going to be checking this film out and we'll definitely be sure to review it next time we do some reviews here on the podcast as well. But regardless, if you already got a chance to see Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, what did you think of the film? Be sure to write to us and let us know. All right, and number three on our list, Empire of Light. This film centers around the drama about the power of human connection during turbulent times set in an English coastal town in the early 1980s. I gotta be honest, when first seeing the trailer for this film, I did not know it took place in the 1980s. I thought it took place in like the early 1900s. Like the ni- I, thought it took- I thought it took place in like the 1930s or 40s or something like that. I had no idea that it took place where it did, when it did. But with that context, I'm looking even more forward to this film now. Really, really curious to see it on the big screen especially. Not only it being a Sam Mendes film, but also having the master, the one, the only, the goat, Roger Deakins, the pinnacle, the absolute best of the best, in my opinion, uh, when it comes to cinematography. Just, I'm still mesmerized, and I've never been the same after seeing Blade Runner 2049 on the big screen in theaters while I was in college. I mean, man, I just... Words cannot even express. You can't tell by the uh, the outro of our podcast, the the image from Blade Runner twenty forty nine, the little uh, tip of the hat, to an homage to Roger Deakins. The the film is just stunning, and all the work the man has has completed is stunning, especially alongside Sam Mendes. Whether it be Skyfall, uh, nineteen seventeen, or in this film specifically, absolutely gorgeous gorgeous uh, photography in this film i can't wait to check it on the big screen if you already got a chance to see empire of light be sure to write to us and let us know your thoughts on the film all right coming in at number two on our list avatar the way of water obviously you already talked about this film earlier in the podcast absolutely loved this film stunning film just the ultimate blockbuster that deserves to be seen on the big screen on the biggest screen possible in the loudest theater possible and with as many friends and family as possible or just with a packed theater and there's nothing better there's nothing better than those types of movie experiences a visual masterpiece just stunning state-of-the-art as it's obviously the most expensive film that has ever been made to date with costing well over 400 million dollars to make uh but i'll tell you right now it paid off it definitely paid off on the screen, and I'm sure it will pay off in the box office as well, as it's definitely deserving of all the success it's getting, for sure. If you got a chance to see Avatar The Way of Water, be sure to write to us and let us know your thoughts. All right, and last but certainly not least, number one on our list, my top most anticipated movie of the month of December goes to The Whale. The movie about the reclusive English teacher who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter starring Brendan Fraser. The film that we talked about earlier here on the podcast. The movie that's getting Brendan Fraser all sorts of Oscar buzz. Not only for Best Actor, but also a major contender for Best Picture as well. And also Darren Aronofsky for Best Director. This film is one that I absolutely cannot wait to see. I have plans to go check it out on Tuesday this upcoming week as it opens theaters everywhere worldwide. Cannot wait to check this one out. 
We'll definitely talk about it here on the podcast once I do get a chance to see it in theaters. Also, be sure to keep an eye out on our Twitter page for all of our film reviews. Also, and also be sure to keep an eye out on our YouTube channel as well for any future out-of-theater reactions. And that just about wraps up this installment of the BMU's Reviews podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Musica. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at BMU's Reviews. And be sure to listen every week on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and all other streaming platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, leave a comment, subscribe, and hit the bell icon to receive notifications that inform you exactly when our podcast and all other videos are out. And as mentioned, be sure to visit our website, www.musicaprojects.com. There you'll find all the links to our social pages, links to our latest podcast episodes, and also be able to read our latest blog posts as well. We'll be with a new episode of the BMU's Reviews podcast, so stay tuned for more. And as always, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.